Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the day's play on AFL Nation. It was a disastrous night at the MCG for North Melbourne as Melbourne ran riot, smashing Alastair Clarkson's side by 90 points. Here's how our expert, Michael Barlow, saw all the action from the MCG. Melbourne came, with, came in with a plan, didn't they, with Coleman Jones and, and Combin and, and Lark in the front half goal. They were going to try and stretch the opposition. So to get two significant injuries, um, in particular Combin early on, did throw out what their structure or method and strategy would have looked like. So it just uh, was Annas Horribilis tonight for the North <laughs> Melbourne side. That's Latin for those playing at home. Uh, yeah. What was an Amy Clanger? Who covers Clangers on and off the field? Amy does? Mm, some Amy Clangers. Oh, I'm going to... I'll try and be a bit lighthearted for you here, JD and Joe, but Ed Langdon, I was monitoring his game quite closely, right? I was like, oh, he hasn't had a big game. It was all um, Lockie Hunter on this wing getting the possessions and Looked up. I think Ed Langdon only had five or six possessions halfway through the third quarter. He's ended up coming home with 20. So he's had a really quiet first kind of two and a half, two and three quarters uh, of the game. But what he did then was got to work. And I think he realised, okay, and then he just started getting one-twos to just really rump up the stats. So I had my eyes on you, Ed, former teammate of mine, (laughs) that he was angling for a single-digit night and he started to just give the give and goes. Joe, one thing we uh, we know about Michael Barlow is he's all about accountability. Mm. He pulled me up early in the night. (laughs) Now, Ed Barlow... Ed Ed Barlow. Ed Barlow. (laughs) (laughs) Ed Langdon, not safe safe either. So um, you've been warned, Ed. Smart play for Australian made. For for the logo, be sure it's Aussie. Yeah, I think the other winger, Lockie Hunter, his creativity with the ball, he goes over, he goes under, he goes around. Uh, He uses different varieties of, uh, of possession to progress the ball. So um, pretty effective night, uh, wasn't it, by Lockie Hunter? We'll fire through these because we are running out of time due to the uh, extended uh, Charlie Combin uh, injury break. The power rankings for Red Energy switched to Red Energy. A couple of quick ones, please, Mick. Yeah, some power rankings, some big numbers. Yeah, ranking 167 for Petrarca, 134 Oliver, 123 Brayshaw. So big numbers. The highest for the Roos was 117 Hall, who... I think that might be a bit flattering. <laughs> That's all for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. The mark of the day for Flight Centre, your real deal centre. Yeah, Maxi Gorn took a juggler in the middle of the ground. They were, that's when they were just taking the absolute mickey out of the opposition and he kind of plucked one over the top of the opposition and juggled it three or four times before executing the mark. Who ran the most kilometres today? They'll need a good night's sleep for the original Mattress Factory. Upgrade your sleep game online or in store today. Nick Larkey actually ran the furthest Super. today, 15.2 kilometres as a key forward. So I kept trying, kicked a couple of goals as well. Uh, the MEGT Rookie of the Day, Need Apprentices, talk to MEGT. He keeps rolling, doesn't he, uh, Harry Sheasel? Uh, Van Royen might have been in the discussion, but we'll go with Sheasel with 28 possessions, 107 ranking points. Let MEGT help you find the best workforce talent. And very quickly, please, Michael, your 3, 2 and 1 your votes for AFL Nations Player of the Year for Whirlpool, your leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Love the game of Cozzy Pickett. Kicked the three goals, 16 possessions, put a lot of forward half pressure on. He gets the one vote. Clayton Oliver, 35 possessions, uh, 16 of those, or 15 of those contested, eight score involvements. But Christian Petrarca, 35 possessions, three goals, 
14 score involvements, if you don't mind. Best on ground tonight. Absolutely. He's going to join me in the post game after 10.30. Make sure you jump on the line as well. Happy to take your calls. one 736 736 for the AFL Nation post-game show. A 90-point win. Joe, what were your thoughts overall on the D's performance? Oh, the D's were outstanding. Yeah. You know, you couldn't really knock them. As, as Mick said, look, it's hard to measure against North. I was really disappointed with North, having watched their game against mm. Gold Coast. I really thought they'd come out firing really hard. We all said that at the start as well. The pressure just was yeah. never there across the full four quarters. Well, you just saw in the first three or four minutes of the game when Melbourne banged on four or five quick goals, you thought, oh, they're, they're really off at the moment. So that was disappointing, I thought, yeah. And they've got a couple of tough weeks ahead too, North. So they'll having to dig themselves out of this hole. I mean, there was... N- yep. There was almost nothing really for North Melbourne fans to take away from tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned their run over the next month. St Kilda next week, Port Adelaide at Blunston Arena, Sydney at Marvel, and then Collingwood at uh, Marvel as well. So that run home in the next four weeks leading up to the bye. At this stage, you can't give them one of those four on uh, on recent form, and they're going to have to replace a few tonight as well. We know that Callum Coleman-Jones will definitely be out. We know that Combin will be out. Tom Powell looks like yeah. he's going to be out as well. So uh, they're going to have a few wounded warriors. Absolutely, they will. So and that's where they'll start to get tested. Won't yeah. they? they will. They won the first two games. Full health and availability. Their power is going well now. Yeah. The grind comes. Melbourne's eight-goal first quarter set things up on Saturday night, but it was Christian Petrarca who was best on ground with 35 disposals and three goals. He joined me in the rooms post-game. Straight in to the victorious rooms because superstar Christian Petrarca has joined us on the call. Uh, hello, Christian. Welcome to AFL Nation. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. 35 disposals tonight, three goals. Not a not a bad little outing for yourself, and obviously the team got the job done as well. Yeah, it was a very good win. We uh, wanted to come out um, right from the get-go and make a statement, and, um, you know, after a five-day break, we were pretty sore during the week, and, um, you know, we felt like our spirit and energy levels were one thing that were going to get us going tonight, and, um, you know, we certainly did that right from the start. You banged on seven quick goals in the first quarter and, and really put them... On the back foot, I mean, starting these games is, is vitally important and you just kept rolling through that first quarter. It was, it was a nice start. Yeah, we felt like probably a um, few games this year, probably last week as well, we've started off a little bit slowly and um, taken us a few time, few few quarters to get into it. But I felt like, obviously, as you said tonight, we, we went try, right from the start, which is what we want to do. We want to put the pressure on our position straight away. And, um, you know, I thought our backs really led from that, um, led from the front. You know, they were really up on their man. And, and our small forwards were awesome tonight. Kay Chandler, Cosie Pickett, Alex Nubulam, who were unbelievable. You, you guys seem to have just a, an unbelievable amount of belief in each other. You know, even when you're under pressure across half back or through the middle of the ground, there's no panic. Whereas when you... when they got the footy, you guys were putting in a lot of pressure on them and they were panicking. I mean, it's the hallmark of what you did a couple of years ago when you won the flag and it looks to be back to its best again this year. Yeah, we want to we wanna try and... Um, we actually, sorry, we actually learned a lot from last week's game. We felt yeah. like, um, you know, Richmond's pressure was unbelievable and they're putting us under the pump a fair bit and, um, you know, the only way you can sort of diffuse that is by finding a mark and, you know, taking control of the game and um, we've been trying to do that, you know, for a lot because, you know, this... This year, every team, it's, it's it's very quick game. Everyone wants to play a high game style and they want to play fast. And um, and we felt like, you know, with our game style, we want to take possession first and then we can go quick. So um, I thought the backs did a great job of finding a mark. Then we, you know, then we can go from there. Your little mate, 37 disposals, Clayton Oliver again. You know, all the talk during the week and, and throughout the AFL competition at the moment is that Nick Dacos is the most, uh, well, prolific footballer in the competition. I think we're underselling how good Clayton Oliver is. Now, you would know better than anyone because you and him just wax lyrical out there. Are we underselling this man? 
Every year, I just find that he's it, it's always underrated. I don't know what happens. I think <laughs> every average is 35, and his contested stuff's unbelievable. But, you know, the, the thing about Clary is he, he puts that much work into his preparation throughout the week. And, you know, I look up to him in the way he prepares each week. It's, it's definitely helped me and motivated me to get better in, in what I do right from the game with my recovery and how I take care of my body. And um, he's an absolute freak. And he's, his defensive stuff is what keeps him in the game. He's tackling, his pressure. He's, um, you know, he's gone back and half, playing half back for us. And, um, yeah, he's been awesome. Was there, a, was there any talk uh, from Goody to just continue to keep the foot on the throat? I mean, in these games, sometimes you can get a 60, 70-point lead and, and just coast a little bit. Was it was it a really concerted effort that you just kept going and, and tried to put them away? Yeah, we, we, we spoke about it at halftime. We want to be a, a culture that, um, you know, we be consistent four quarters. You know, we don't just play a half and then we fade out. We want to be a consistent brand for four quarters. And, and I feel like our culture, um, you know, we're creating habits, you know, throughout the week and the way we train is like that. And I feel like, you know, the way we put the foot on the throat in the third quarter and then in the fourth um, was great. And, you know, they're not... We're never, going to keep a, we're never going to keep a team scoreless. They're always going to score on us, but it's how we learn from that. And I felt like um, to keep a team under 49, as I said, especially the way that the game is played these days, um, it's so quick. And, you know, handball receives and away they go. I thought it was awesome. I thought Gondi was uh, was pretty handy tonight. The combination that is Max Gorn and and, uh, and Brody Grundy, they seem to just be getting better and better as the weeks go on. And, and now Loom is the most prolific ruck combination in the competition. Yeah, they've, they've both been amazing. And, um, you know, I think it's only their fourth game playing together or maybe fifth, no, probably fourth game, to be honest. So, you know, for them, they're still learning their connection and understanding um, understanding that. And I think both of them are so selfless in, in the way they go, they go about it. One's always playing forward and one's playing ruck. And, you know, they're always splitting their um, midfield time. And, um, you know, and I think the best thing about it is they both give us a different element in the midfield as well, like, you know, Gorney's a, Gorney's a great mark down the line. Brody's showing signs of that, um, but his follow-up work is, is unbelievable. How infectious is the energy that Cozzy Pickett brings to the forward line and through the midfield as well? Because we were calling it up here, and we think every time he goes near it, something happens. Something special happens. He's about to take mark of the year. He's about to kick goal of the year, and he, he just lifts you guys, I think, as well. Oh, he, he's unbelievable. He's an absolute legend um, to have around. Just some of his stuff. Like, what did he have? Four spin moves in a row in the two <laughs> seconds in the fourth quarter. That was just incredible. And I'm sitting there. If you watch the vision from behind the goals, i got my hands on my head because I'm like, he's probably going to kick goal of the year here. Yeah. Um, but he, he's unbelievable. And what he does for us, and again, I think it's his defensive stuff. You know, you see the goals and the touches and what he does, but it comes off the back of his defensive stuff. When he's attacking the man, you know, he's putting pressure on. Even if they're getting, even if they're kicking it, you know, you can, they can still feel that he's behind him. So, um, no, he's been amazing. One or two more quick ones. We appreciate you joining us, Christian, as well. But you guys have got a, a, a you know, a, a riches when it comes to your forward line at the moment. You've got Tom McDonald and Ben Brown playing VFL footy. You've also got Josh Shackey who comes in for his first game. But the cult figure, I, I'm starting this campaign for the big Roo. Uh, he is the newest cult figure in the AFL as well. It must be really nice to have a couple of options to kick to. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I, I think the club's done an amazing job with him too. Like, you know, last year he probably could have played, but, you know, the development of Choco Williams and the DNA and, um, you know, to help him progress into what he is now. He went away in Perth um, where he's from with, you know, Trent Rivers and Taj Warren and, and Judd, Judd McVeigh and, you know, all of them have played round one basically and, um, you know, Taj would have if he didn't hurt his finger and, 
um, you know, Root has come back and been absolutely amazing. Um, his contest on the ball and even last week, you know, he pretty didn't pretty have a, didn't have a good game for the first three quarters, but his ability to you know stay in the present, reset, and kick three goals in the fourth is, is awesome. Absolutely. Gold Coast next week on uh, Saturday night, you head up north. What, what what does the week look like for you guys to prepare for that game? Sleep. I'm tired. It's a, <laughs> we've come off a five day break. It's been a uh, been a short turnaround. I think we you know we had a day off, then we trained, and then we had a day off, and then it was basically another day off. Then we game. Like we, they've given us a great time of recovery. So. Um, pretty tired at the moment, um, but yeah, we'll probably head up on Friday, the day before the game, um, get some nice sun and um, yeah, beat, uh, hopefully beat the suns. All right, last one before you and almost the most important one. My better half is asking because she follows you on TikTok oh, and she loves, loves you on, uh, <laughs> on Instagram. What's next on the cooking channel? Because she loves uh, it. She loves it. What is next? I made a made a creamy mushroom pasta last night. Nice. So that, I think that's coming up on the recipe uh, tonight or tomorrow night, probably tomorrow night. But yeah, no, it's good fun. All the kids love it, which is good. And um, you know, hopefully, I hopefully I'm showing another another side of me that um, you know that AFL players, um, you know, I think AFL fans want to see, which is uh, which is exciting. Absolutely, I must, I must say I enjoy it as well. She shows it to me all the time, Christian, and uh, you're doing great things on and off the field. Well done tonight, and uh, good luck for the rest of the year. Thank you very much. Make sure you join AFL Nation for live commentary of every round as round seven continues. To finish, let's take a listen back to all the highlights of Melbourne's convincing win over North Melbourne. A little bit of space for Melbourne now as Langdon gets the hand pass off to Neil Bullen in front of the members. We'll kick it up long. The big fly. Nothing doing. Petrarca with the scraps goes Goldwood lurking. Chandler, can he get the first in a hurry? Oh, he can, Chandler. Perfect. Bowie picked it up, gave it off to Hunter. He stepped one and then just... Had to dribble it. Cozzy Pickett, he can load up from 50. He does exactly that to the top of the square. Cozzy Pickett, take a bow. Class personified every time he goes near it, Cozzy Pickett. To Turner, see Sipkin, a dance around outside. 50, Zerhar in a good position at the goal line. He's got the grab. They had to work very hard for it, North. Be directly in front for Zerhar. And he slots North first. And don't they need it, because Melbourne kicked the first six. They kick the first of the day. He'll come in and splits the middle, gives it to the crowd. They're up and about the D's faithful. This is an absolute mauling at the MCG. They've kicked their tenth of the night. Melbourne fighting off too much through the middle of the ground. Cosy Picker couldn't get it. They might get one back here, North Melbourne. Larky snapping goal. So a turnover from Melbourne. Gifts. The Kangaroos, their second of the night. Goes back to McDonald's. Run back into the square. Oh. Neil Bullen puts pressure on. He spilled it. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Neil Bullen. Well, that sums up North's night. The chase, the tackle, ball spilt free in the goal square. And Neil Bullen joins the party. You can hear the Melbourne chant, Petrarca. Oh, that's as easy as it gets. The tap out. He kicks his second. A brilliant tap by Max Gorn. Out into space. Petrarca roves it and finishes it off for his second. This will bring a smile to the D's faces. Comes in now, Van Ruyen. Sets sail, oh, he's gonna be a freak, this kid! Listen to him go! The fancy footwork from Viney. Able to rock the baby to celebrate as well as he kicks his sides 18th. Ricochets to Neil Bullen, who goes outside the 50. To Bowie, who thinks, can I get in on the fun? Can I get in on the fun? Absolutely. Jake Bowie joins the goal-kicking list, and it's his first for the year, only the third in his career. Melbourne just messing around with it a little bit more. Sheasel, can they get one more on the board north? And the chipping ball gives it to Cunnington. 
He'll have a crack. Oh, he plays on as he wasted it. Cunnington has a pick at goal. The last rights. Well done. Ben Cunnington, by the barest of margins, he got it through. And under 100 points for the Melbourne Footy Club. 22-7-139. Big winners over North Melbourne. 7-7-49 in front of 29,000 at the MCG.